Greetings, everyone. This is James Lynch, and welcome to the Perceptive Readers. We're right in the middle of June. To start off this Perceptive Readers, did you know that even though you have never heard me say a prayer on a podcast, that, especially with this being Sunday, there are actually prayers that I say at times, and I say again, especially on Sundays, uh, before the podcast. But like every day, you know, there's always moments throughout the day of thinking about the grand creator, uh, asking, uh, of course, you know, we're always asking for strength and maybe asking for other things, asking for good health and joy upon others. And of course, uh, maybe other personal matters uh, that we need his help with. And of course, the giving the thanks. Something I would like to share with you. You've heard me say many times over the years that one, um, I always try to respect someone's uh, position of authority, uh, whatever that may be. Uh, recently, you've heard me really elaborate more on no matter what the authority may be, if there are certain foundational lines that have been crossed, that have been given by God, you see, to uh, say, this is yours, this is your ownership, these are your rights, and I've mentioned that scripture where Jesus said, pay back Caesar things to Caesar and God's things to God. So remember, even in God's eyes, uh, there are certain uh, things and requirements that even Caesar, Caesar is not supposed to request or ask from God's people. Worship is one of them. But see, there are other items, too, that I will go into as well, you see. But one of those uh, prayers that I told you about getting into that is in Matthew chapter 7, Jesus does talk about uh, people at times will do all these powerful works and prophesy in his name and expel demons in his name. And, you know, all those uh, things that are good within themselves. But then Jesus ends up saying, you know, when they're calling him Lord, Lord, on his return, uh, Jesus would tell them to get away from me, you workers of lawlessness. Now, you can look up the word on what lawlessness means, but wouldn't you agree, it still does have a connotation of criminality. So, laws are being broken that shouldn't be broken, and I'll end up mentioning, you know, uh, some of those uh, laws or maybe even principles a little bit later. Uh, keep that in mind. You see, last night, uh, it was early in the morning, some people may say late at night, but I uh, did a lot of writings, and I wrote up... Uh, some topics, some subjects uh, that, uh, one, uh, boy, it was like, even with my first time through, 
uh, when I went back and I, I proofread, I said, boy, I practically did put everything in there uh, that I wanted to have in there. I wrote other uh, articles and sections on uh, Google Keep, okay? And uh, I had it labeled, a special label for every single one of those. And they were pretty, pretty deep articles, okay? Pretty deep statements. Now, these uh, articles actually were more to, again, help me to get my mind and thoughts together on some of the apples and oranges series that I have started. And remember, I told you they will continue on until I just say, all right, uh, that's enough for a season on the apples and oranges series. As you know, I've written uh, quite a few of them and talked about them over the years in a Perceptive Reader's podcast. Well, uh, recently, just like, uh, just like over the past 10 years, you, you see, uh, even though there was a lot of writing, there was a lot of writing, uh, it, all of it was deleted off of Google Keep. Now, you may say, boy, James, you don't sound too, uh, you know, frustrated about that. And, and the thing about it is, as I said, this has happened quite a bit over the years as people who actually have stolen my work and some of them would claim that they are spiritual and actually feel they can justify it. Uh, as one song would say, you wouldn't say it to my face because the point is there are certain things mentioned in God's word, you see, uh, that goes to show no matter what position a person may have, and you might don't see this being done too often as much, but they can do certain things and make even practices of certain things that goes to show they are no longer qualified. And sometimes the way that persons uh, get away with it is they, you know, they may take a, a view of where I'm not going anywhere yet. I'm not going anywhere yet. And all I can tell you sometimes is it's just because uh, uh, maybe the persons, they have their different reasons or maybe some may be scared. I know some of you would say that, too. But all the same, uh, maybe they're not gone yet because maybe God is just still being merciful with them, you see, from uh, uh, that position. And see, it is, and see, this coming to my prayer. And so what is the responsibility then for persons who may be under such an authority of that nature? Uh, someone who has even lost the qualifications. You hear me say that you can express yourself but you want to make sure that you're still showing the dignity and respect uh, that whatever that title and position is. No, it's not easy. And see, we all make mistakes. And I know I've, I've made mistakes over the years and things in nature. And see, and that's what my prayer entails each and every day. Uh, like what I'm going to share with you today. And, uh, it's going to take a while, but it's going to hurt some people's feelings. However, 
the items that I'm talking about today, it does affect people's lives. It has affected people's lives. And to sit up there and actually keep making decisions just based off of saving someone's own personal uh, uh, face when this person is going through and just causing havoc with all sorts of people, uh, you see, uh, then is that right either? All right. That, that's just a thought. So I, I want to share with you, see, one of the reasons why they deleted that information is because the information that I did right now, oh, it's all correct. It's all accurate. And it doesn't matter that persons have uh, tried to change the spirit of what was written in the good book um, in these days that we live in. The spirit of what is being said and the facts of what is being said in God's word has been applied all these years. And now all of a sudden during the past year to five years, you mean to tell me? This isn't applicable anymore. Uh, payback Caesar things to Caesar and God things to God isn't applicable anymore because another man, uh, whether it's opinion or not, just says, no, we don't want you worshiping in this way anymore. Or no, you must take this medical advice. Huh? All right. Well, so what I'm sharing with you is actually in God's word. And as I come to these different points, as I said, it was a lot entailed because I went into uh, gang stalking and manipulative techniques uh, that I use code words, brainwashing. Oh, I went on and talked about the Internet, how it's used at times. And some people may not like it, but as I mentioned, some of the, uh, not just one faith, but many different types of faith have all gone, you know, over the past year more into getting their meetings over the Internet. See, some people uh, know that, but then they don't like what I'm saying next. But it, it is it's factual. Uh, the technology that we have today that we're using, there's technology that's more advanced than that. You see, uh, uh, talk about, let's just talk about the processor, for instance. It's interesting because they used to have the uh, Pentium chips, P1, 2, 3, 4, and then you also got into the Intel uh, Celerons, like uh, i5, i6, as seven and I didn't hear them talk too much more about that on as seven. It's like they went to a different type of architecture. But I want you to know when I was really, really into technology, I was uh, one of the first persons to still purchase even the as seven uh, processor uh, because of just what I was doing. However, remember there were many people at the times that was still not even aware that they had a processor that was that high, that fast, uh, at that speed, and available. Now, why am I telling you that? This was more than 10 years ago. Yes, I believe more than 10 years ago. And 
Yet, I can still go in the stores and see at times that i7 type of processor speed Celeron. However, don't you think they got something on the processor level that's way faster than that now? Because that was over 10 years ago. See, the AI is running on something much more advanced than what we have. So I just wanted to give you that example, okay? You know, keeping in mind as I keep sharing with you about the technology, uh, let me close this one point about different articles and books and stuff that I've written over the years. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. There's been uh, situations that I've dealt with and you probably have dealt with some in your life too where you know you run into certain people and they leave you with the feelings and really proven fact that all they would have had to do was just ask you for whatever it is that they wanted but instead they would rather take it from you now with that thought in mind do you think that falls into the Bible principle of what Jesus was saying or his words when he was saying, okay, if these persons are on one hand saying good things about my name, saying good things about my father, but here it is, you mean to tell me they're actually stealing or taking something from you? You see, do you think that falls into the category where Jesus would say, while you being a worker of lawlessness, okay? Now, that's just a thought. I told you this is a Sunday thought, and I am sharing not only words, but principles that you come to really grasp and understand the more you read the good book every day. And so closing that door again about all of that, I just want to share with you, read, not read, well, you can read it too, but go to the SoundCloud for the Perceptive Readers that deals with the BitChute Perceptive Readers Week, and it actually explains an outlook and mentality that such persons who are in different positions, administrators on the internet and all this other stuff, exactly what they have been doing, the ones who are not mature or have an agenda and otherwise, as to what they have done to really hurt people in their businesses. I encourage you to go there. All you got to do is, is go to parkbooks.com or put in BitChute Perceptive Readers Week. And you listen to that podcast, and I assure you, I stand by everything that I said, because why? Because I am realizing I'm saying it before God. So, <laughs> and that's what I mean about with my prayers, now closing it on this, that I really do say in my prayers every day, certainly don't let me be a practicer or even a mistake, but you know it can happen, of lawlessness. 
please don't let me do and if I have please forgive me and, and it's sincere please protect me from doing that to someone taking something from them that they certainly wouldn't give me as a gift you see make me aware of it all right so uh, that normally takes you see a uh, communication and direct communication at that but that's a prayer because it is difficult when you're dealing with ones who you're respecting what God's word is saying on these matters and maybe they haven't read the same information or just don't care see now that brings me to another situation there was a man who over the years in his life you see he again would just you know study would read read the good book read the good book and uh, quite a few different places, you know, find just a quiet place here or there. And it's so interesting because in some of these environments, you can tell the people who were there were well off, as they say. They uh, would sometimes even have some very... Uh, extravagant or expensive rings on at times too so you know whatever this uh restaurant or or coffee place or whatever happened to be you see uh it had these wide range of people and some of them were very well off so what was so interesting uh and this has happened more than once to them is that Sometimes there'll be an individual that would actually approach him while he was reading a good book. And a conversation would come up about this and that, you know, uh, how's the weather outside or are you enjoying the weather? And then it would sometimes just move into maybe deeper subjects that would, you know, always end up. On a spiritual uh, level of things. And sometimes the persons would have a hard time. It's like they just couldn't fathom. While after having this conversation, whether it was about technology or something else, that these persons looked at as the individual being, you know, highly educated or what have you in these areas. Uh, that they just found it still difficult to believe that this individual would still have such a faith in God. See, it's sometimes really hard for people to see that on one hand, you have this person that you view is intelligent, but then the person show how dumb they are because they believe in God so much. I mean, that, that's the way some people think, right? And this is the way that they, they show through their actions. Well, see, it's that same type of thinking that I'm sharing with you of what people are dealing with today, what Christians are dealing with today. Even the good book says, faith is not in possession of all people. 
Okay? It just isn't. And so, when you hear me say scriptures such as what Jesus said about, uh, you know, pay back Caesar things to Caesar and God's things to God. And Paul saying such words like, do not be owing anybody nothing except but love, you see. And then when we get into the conscious decisions, where Paul really emphasized no one has the authority to trample on your conscience. You see, as, and we know that applies in medical situations as well. But Paul also went on further, you see, in many other matters. He still stated as someone who was an apostle directly sent by Jesus Christ, by God, you see, uh, that what did he say? He said, he, they, you see, even the apostles, you see, were not masters over anyone's faith. Your faith is yours. Your faith is owned by you. And, you know, here lately, and I'm going to talk more about this, but it's like here lately, you see, remember that scenario in this restaurant or coffee shop type setting, you will have persons that if they don't dignify or respect your view and stance of God's word, the Bible, then guess what? The battle, the spiritual battle is still on that you make your defense. You make your stand for what God's word says. This is yours. This belongs to you. Your faith belongs to you. Your conscience belongs to you. Your tithing even belongs to you. You see, in my writings, well, no, I actually looked up the scripture and I believe it's in Micah or Malachi. But it even talked about the religious leaders back then. You see, and this is in the good book. How it was brought out in one of those books, as I said, you know, Micah or Malachi, where the prophet was talking about these spiritual leaders again would basically just take from the people, you know, fleecing the flock, uh, you know, would take gifts. It was almost like, no, they weren't gifts. They were really, uh, you know, uh, obligated to give it to them the way they felt. Why? Because then, as the scripture brought out, if they did not give them those gifts, then they made life very difficult for them. Now, isn't that interesting? So, what do accounts like this show us? Okay, let, let's do a recap. Uh, we talked about Jesus. And I didn't even bring out about the, the scriptures about when Jesus even went into the temple uh, one time and uh, where it happened twice, but cleaning it out, calling those merchants and everything that were in the temple, he was calling them a cave of robbers. He said, you made my temple, my house, God's father, his father, a cave of robbers, you see. 
All right. Now, we didn't bring that out, but now you have that. But we did bring out what? He used the word lawlessness. Now, you know what lawlessness mean, or you can look it up. And I just said, it really, it's like criminality, you see, a practice of criminality, you see. Now, you, you have that. We talked about Paul not owing anybody anything except but love. So, remember, we can't take something from somebody who don't want to give it. Now, now you know, their property or their monies, we can't, we can't take them. You know, I'm talking about, you know, wages uh, uh, specifically. All right. So, uh, Paul talked about that. He talked about the conscience. Uh, I can add some more scriptures in there about the, uh, how God does love a cheerful giver and how, remember, God can make anything he wants anyway. He gives us ownerships of all these different things and items, you see, uh, treasures, if you will. So that we can show our giving spirit even to him. He has put in, as part of being made in his image, not only a sense of gra uh, gratitude, but we know the predominant quality of love. And what does love move us to do? It moves us to give. So, Imagine persons uh, being so uh, self-centered for them on themselves that they try to take everything away from a person so that th the person can't even experience the joy of giving on that level. See that now that's abuse. That's abuse. Okay. That's another thing. This is another reason why I'm talking about this in the perceptive readers, because it is important that we understand such things as what abuse is or what abuse of authority is or misuse of authority. Um, there are such things, you see, and you have to have the person's continually be in place that understands the difference because not everyone would be able to sort through or see through machinations at times. Why? Because of maybe not understanding or reading or appreciating the ethical reasons behind it that actually comes from the good book, the Holy Bible. Okay? So, getting on further about the article uh, that I wrote, you see. As I said, I talked about mainly the medical and the conscious decisions and, and things of that nature because of the simple fact that, um, you know what, 
Let me see something. I might have saved that one somewhere. Uh, give me one. So other than where I had it, I want to make sure. I got. Give me one moment. Give me one moment. Because if I have it, then you can see just how concise it was in my writing. Now you see why I also uh, enjoy writing so much because it does uh, help me to continue to uh, put my thoughts in a better form or format, you see. All right, I'm clicking. I'm waiting for it to come up. Let me see. Again, I really appreciate your your um your patience. All right, let me see where is it at. Uh, click on that. All right, let me scroll through. Ah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right, are you ready for this? I'm glad I. I'm glad I did put this in this place, okay? Instead of uh, my Google Keep, which I told you I had like four or five other uh, statements, and it went more into uh, another uh, faith. In other words, it's a faith that says they believe in God, but it's it goes to show that you can have people saying they believe in God, but have a different still way of worshiping and serving uh, on God. And I always ask the question, does that make a difference? But anyway, let me go ahead and read this write-up that, like I said, happened maybe one, two, three o'clock in the morning. Okay, it starts off like this. Medical conscience and belief in God. Okay, here we go. I wrote, all of them or you who have been asked to be involved or ever been asked to participate in an experiment to try and trace, map a person's mind. See, doesn't it sound pretty deep? Now, I'm stopping right here because I want you to know, feel free to go talk to a psychologist, a psychiatrist, uh, persons of that nature. Uh, like I said, take this podcast and see if they wouldn't acknowledge the truthfulness and facts in here. That's all you have to do. And if they disagree with something, <laughs> by all means, send me an email. Let me know who it is. All right. Anyway, getting back. All of them, you, I'm starting over, who have been asked to be involved or ever been asked to participate in an experiment to try and trace and map a person's mind. Do you think this is harmless? Granted, 
it was already done to you without your knowledge. Uh, you know, I started to say it may have already been done to you, but you know, I just thought, hey, there are some persons talking or, or reading this or listening to me, and they know exactly what I've been, what I, what, what they, <laughs> they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so let me read further and you'll see why. This way, the entities in the spirit realm starts their tactical manipulation process. All right. See how we're getting more now into what the good book would even talk about? So you see, this is why it's important. I'm, I'm stepping aside again. That persons do read the good book. Of course, it's their choice. Nobody is going to make anybody do anything. But persons who read the good book certainly will understand more to a fuller degree about when I mention entities in the spirit realm starts their tactical manipulation process. See, a person who would just totally ignore the good book in this area then are they going to be able to come to the correct conclusion on how to defend against it? What do you think? Hmm. Okay. Now, before I go back to reading, now I want to talk further on this because, you know, sometimes when people have a falling out uh, with the organization, which... I'm not going to even get into the reasons why, uh, you know, some of them, they really can tell you what you would consider legitimate reasons why. OK, and no one is going to say uh, otherwise. What you still have to ask yourself at times is, OK, if you do appreciate God. If you love God, do you think he is still uh, having a way for you to uh, one day be right back, you see, uh, with persons such as yourself, like wheat, if you will. You know, you heard that illustration, maybe the wheat and the weeds, you see. Well, do you think he will one day bring you right back with all the wheat again? Well, according to the good book, that's exactly right. It's true. That's what God said he would do. Okay, so just keep that in mind. Now, let me read further, okay? The aimed outcome, see, we're talking about this spiritual tactical manipulation. The aimed outcome, it causes you to make decisions you wouldn't have otherwise. Thinking the choices and even conscience decisions were yours and really it was through a gang stalking or coordinated effort to convince you otherwise. With that said, don't fall for when they say you are now awake. Because, see, this is what 
uh, persons will say at times that you are awake. But it will be the same persons who um, really don't take the vow, uh, take the Bible, and place the value on it that it really has. You see, so when they're saying you're awake, what do they mean by it? Because the question is, sometimes you could turn back around and say, "Well, are you also awake?" to God's purpose for the earth. Are you awake to having faith in God? See, see, in that case, the awake would be different because they're just looking at it from maybe an aspect of you having the worldly knowledge of these things and the way things function. Uh, uh, tactics, manipulation, business smarts, etc. Uh, how money works, etc. While when you say awake, you're talking about the God of the universe who actually has a personal name, a name that actually wells up love in your heart uh, more than just uh, a term that sounds you know uh, not live or not with personality to it you see uh, you see uh, and I'm actually very careful with saying something even further because look see I'm going to uh, off to another uh, uh, thought or area because the aim, my aim, is not to hurt person's feelings of another faith. Granted, when God says something about this situation, uh, morality or what have you, and somebody asks, I am going to tell them this is what God says about it. You see? In those cases, as I've often done, I won't say anything more unless they want to know more, you see. Because this also goes back to, I really realize how certain persons at times are not where they want to be because of all the things that were mentioned earlier that Paul was encouraging and what Jesus was encouraging and saying and the other prophets and the books in the Bible that they experienced anything but that in the environment that it was claiming to have the love and the respect and the dignity uh, that they were supposed to receive, especially from the ones that were in the leadership positions. I, I realized that. And so uh, it really takes you for a loop, as Jesus called it, stumbling. Okay. Some people feel that you can't be uh, stumbled. Okay. 
That's why I go on further in writing what I'm talking about here because I'm going to describe what this process does. See, all right. Here it is. I talked about the aimed outcome. It causes you to make decisions you wouldn't have otherwise, thinking the choices and even conscious decisions were yours, and really it was through a gang-stalking or coordinated effort to convince you otherwise. With that said, don't fall for it. When they say you are now awake, it will sometimes mean they just know your likes and dislikes, even when they are using their manipulative techniques and technology to so-called communicate with you. This is how some people who were devout Christians stopped believing in God himself. It wasn't because their heart was changed by some so-called enticement offer from Satan, nor were they looking for trouble or a change to their lot in life. And I put in parentheses, see Matthew chapter 4, or even the devil reasoning arguments, abilities. You see the conversation, not the conversation, but the argument he was putting forth with Jesus when Jesus was being, you know, in the wilderness for 40 days without uh, food. And I, and I can't remember what water uh, as well, I believe. Uh, I'll talk about that a little bit later. But moving on, it says it was through these straight up machinations used above to affect your body and brain, your mind, physically to rewire how you think. See what tactics are involved with the devil's missiles. Okay. See, this is what I mean about how some persons would say, there is no stumbling when it comes to your faith in God. You know, you read about accounts in the Bible where Christians did, uh, because of their faith, even during that era, ended up losing, you know, their lives because they believed in God. Okay? And so the person was no longer there and is no longer around anymore. Correct? Well, the devil and his machinations. And remember, his intelligence is far superior than humans. He knows how human bodies are made and the mind functions, etc., etc. That's why he was able to uh, make bodies, him and those other demons, you know, thousands of years ago and had those giants for offsprings, etc. So he knows exactly what the physical going ons are uh, in the body. Remember, I used the example about Job when he just did his demon touch upon Job's body. And what happened to it? It ravaged it. Boils appeared. Job was in much pain. Deathly pain, you see. Now, with all that being said, people are seeing more and more because of God's word spreading throughout the earth, the preaching of the good news of God's kingdom, etc., uh, many persons do end up saying, 
That devil has nothing to offer me that I want. You see? All right. So that doesn't stop God's enemy from continuing to try to and attack people. So the point is, if he can't try to reason with you or entice you, then what does he try to do next? He tries to do some of the same tactics that we know he did on Job. Okay, so let me read this again where it says it was through these straight up machinations used above. And I encourage you to listen to the podcast. I talked about uh, them. Use above to affect your body and brain, mind, physically to rewire how you think. See what tactics are involved with the devil's missiles. And see, I'm going to talk about this. Haven't you heard me use this expression I told my father used to use, where you can't put too much, you know, total faith in man because man will have you walking around here dead, you see. And, you know, some people, he could say, yeah, they'll be laughing and joking or whatever. He said, but they're dead, you see. Jesus also talked about this in the scriptures, which I won't go further into either. But I'm sharing this with you to show that it is not always a case of a person being stumbled. But what if enough physical things happen to your body or the intake of it or what have you that causes a mechanism, a change in your mind, if you will, to no longer think the way that you did before. That person who you were before is what? Deceased, right? Uh, Some people call it the old personality. Some people call it the dead personality. Well, this works, again, in a variety of ways. Okay? So, with that being said, I put fact. Technology is being used. This is why they wanted all of God's people looking through these screens constantly for their meetings. You see... I went on to talk further about codes, etc., etc., what has happened in times past, uh, documented proof. But you know what? You know what? I'm not going to even mention it on this podcast. I'm just going to keep it in my writings. All the same, there is a such thing called brainwashing. Have you ever heard that? And if this happens again, then the old personality uh, that that person was, it could even be a person who fully believed in God. That person is God. So they weren't stumbled because of some enticement. You see, they weren't stumbled because of some logical argument that was being made there were actually different ways the technology there are other ways you know with food or medications all sorts of things you can even read them you see on the uh labels etc etc that affects the way humans think 
All right. So with that, uh, continue that information in, in mind, this is why when I talk about conscious decisions in the book of Romans, you see, it talks about conscious decisions. And this is the statement that I've said over the years and it's been correct and accurate over the years. There's no other scripture that contradicts this, you see, uh, of what I was talking about in the book of Romans. So I encourage you to look it up. It's in the first uh, a few chapters too, first few chapters, I believe. Because uh, I'm thinking about chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. I didn't look it up uh, yet because it is something that stays in my mind, but I will after this podcast all the same. But this is all I'm going to say or read here. Don't let the basically the direction of any person turn into another brainwash code to or for you to give up your medical conscience rights in choosing to take an experimental drug or any drug for that matter. You see, that is your choice and no one should be coercing or encouraging you one way or the other. Uh, because it is something else to hear, you know, people still ask at times, you know, even me, even questions when I'm out and about at times where I'm like, you know, that's really just personal, really. But, you know, it's a, it's a medical conscious decision and, and things of that nature. And yet, you know, uh, it's only everybody's mind. But all the same, no one should be forced to make a decision one way or the other. That is, that is your personal jurisdiction that God has given you with your conscience. And this is where I emphasize again that Paul had said as an apostle and a shepherd that, you know, he, they were not masters over your faith. That has not changed. Um, so what is this saying to you? That no spiritual leader, uh, no leader at all should cross over into this realm of, remember, pay back Caesar, things to Caesar, and God's things to God. This conscious area is part of your worship to God. Let me say it again. This conscience area uh, of the foods you eat, your medical uh, uh, decisions, there's only one thing that he said not to do, and that was to not eat blood, not take blood, you see, intravenously and things of that nature. Blood is sacred to God. But other than that, you see, he just said, this belongs to you, your medical treatment. No one should be trying to manipulate you to take something, take a prescription for something or whatever that you know you wouldn't have otherwise. I mentioned in another podcast that 
there was a time past where if something was experimental, people just automatically just say, hey, is there something herbal? Is there, is there something else that will cure or take care of this for me? And, and they went there. They, they weren't going to mess with something, especially when it was also, you know, determined that it will do something to your uh, um, building blocks of human anatomy, your DNA, you see. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say on this uh, Perceptive Readers. This one ran about 50 minutes. It's been a while since I've done this on this level. But think about it. Uh, I will most likely, you know, uh, write it out uh, longer. Uh, this this area will be talked about again in the apples and oranges areas. I just wanted to talk about it longer, as you could see on this perceptive readers. Remember, the perceptive readers are uh, always anywhere from what uh, twenty minutes all the way up to fifty some minutes, and here we are at fifty three minutes. If you have any questions. Feel free to go to my minds. Uh, I'm Pock JL, P O C J L. Uh, take the link from this podcast and then put your question with it as to why did you say this or can you tell me where this scripture is at? Do you have another reference anywhere? And I will provide them. I'll be more than happy to. I'll be more than happy to. So thank you for being here. And you have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday and a nice start to your week. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember, until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.